Hello and welcome to the first episode of HTCML, How Technology Changed My Life. I am Sharika Jackson, your host. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about myself, how I am a Phoenix native. I was born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, there are black people in Phoenix because that is always a question and my whole family is here. I've also worked in tech for over 20 years where I've been able to have a career that has allowed me to be super successful. I'm also the founder CEO of Future Stars Inc., which is a nonprofit here in the Phoenix area providing STEM education, which I will definitely be talking more about that in future episodes. I've also launched SDJ Innovations, which is a company that we do public speaking STEM education training for teachers and after school professionals as well as public speaking, and it's also where HTCML will fall. So some of the things I want to talk to you about is like currently my hobbies, like some of the things I like to do, just give you guys a background of who I am. So some of my hobbies are taking photos. Um, You can say I'm a photographer, but I really don't like to be hired out much anymore just because I have other things that I like to do. I like hiking um, when I was younger and also in my adult life, I played basketball pre-bad knees and pre-just getting sick or not getting sick, but getting hurt all the time. And I was also a basketball coach here in the Valley for over seven years. So some of the hobbies that I had um, as a child, which I think is what helped me go into the area of career that I am in in tech, is I grew up with a bunch of boys, my cousins and my brothers. And being around them, we worked on cars as a mechanic. So when I played football and I did all the things they did, everything they did, I did. So in that, I was um, I was one of the boys. I was all the things that they experienced, I experienced. And I think it's what helped me to learn by doing. You know, we talk about kinesthetic learning. And so that's learning by using your hands. And that's definitely me. I am that person. I am definitely not a book reader. But what else? Um. When I first became aware of technology, though, was probably about the seventh grade is probably when um, the high school here in the valley called Car Hayden High School was starting a new magnet program. And in that program, it was all about um, robotics and computers and graphic design and just all of that. And so they came and did a presentation and they talked about what the new school was, the program was going to be at the school and how you can go and apply and I applied for the summer program. But one of the things that was in my way to making that happen was I had been placed in special education classes in the third grade. So for reading. So I was always that kid that had to leave to go to a different school or a different classroom in regards to special education. And at that point in middle school, I was just like, OK, I don't like being special anymore. What is it going to take for me to get out of this. Like, I don't want to be in these classes. And so I'm assuming the question had ever been asked and they don't really try to get you out. So they're like, oh, you have to pass the test. I'm like, okay, well, what's the test? So I worked really hard and I tested out. So after that, I was no longer in special education. When I um, went to high school, I was no longer having to go into special education classes. And so, um, You know, I think it's a challenge because, you know, sometimes our parents believe and want to have our best interests at heart. And we believe the teachers when the teachers say this. But looking back on it now, I know that there was no real reason because I was never tested to be put into special education classes. I was just put in there. 
And so being after being exposed to computers, I wanted to do more. I wanted to be around them more. I wanted to figure out how can I do this? And I knew being in those classes was going to stop me from that. So I wanted I wanted to fight and that's what I did. I fought my way out in the sense of by studying really hard and not knowing what would be on that test because there was no one there to prep me. But I made it happen and I was able to test out. And so I was like, okay, summer's rolling around. I went to the summer program for um, this school for Carl Hayden and I did really well in it. And I was accepted into the school and got into the school, but because it was a school designed to increase the non-minority population at the school, I was not allowed to go there. I was told that for you to come here, you're going to have to bring six non-minorities with you to be accepted into the school. And so how do you do that? Like, you know, how do I go out and find six people that I don't even know to bring them to the school? So I didn't get to go to the high school, but that didn't stop me. It was still like, okay, I still want to be around computers. What can I do? How do I do it? And so I went to my high school that was in my in my community, Mariel High School. And so there was a computer lab there and it was for a program called Center for Leadership, their magnet program. And it was like, well, how do I get to be around those and what do I have to do to be able to be around these computers? And so they were like, sign up for the program. So I signed up for the program and I was in that computer lab like every day. I was always around it. I was considered the maker of the cards on campus. I was making cards and just doing whatever I could do to be around that computer. And so I stayed in that program for the next four years. And what I can say is that program gave me other experiences. It gave me the um, leadership skills and we got opportunities to go places that the school didn't go to and experience things. And so it allowed me to have um, a broaden my broaden my horizon. And so I think it's definitely one of the reasons I'm in my career field is now because my degree is in management information systems and management information systems comes out of the business college, which is where you get your leadership skills and how do you have the conversation between businesses and the technical company. And so those are the skill sets that I was able to start learning in high school. And so that's where I was able to um, be successful. And then I later on, I probably about maybe junior year, we got a bigger computer lab. And so we would be in the computer lab in the library and it was being ran by an African-American woman. And so she was learning as well. And so I was always in there and hanging out in there. And so we used to hang out in there at lunchtime and be working in there, but it was a big glass room. Um, where the computer lab was. And so we would sit there and we would laugh because people would be walking by. And so we would be making up stories like our own little movie theater as people went by the hallway. And I think once people started realizing <laughs> what was going on, they, it became like a little entertainment. And so we used to have fun, but we had full access and it allowed me to learn and it allowed me to be able to grow into the tech and figure out this is what I want to do. And so being exposed to a computer at an early age and having the drive to continue to want to do that has definitely given me the opportunities to place me where I am now. And so one of the things that um, it also happened, and so because we're in the magnet program, Center for Leadership, we had to take a test, the military entrance test, which I believe is called the ASVAB test. I can't, can't quite remember, but 
on that test, there's an um, automotive part of it. And like I said, I grew up with nothing but men. You know, in my family, we all did the same thing. And so on the automotive part, I knew what a carburetor was. I knew what a transmission was. I knew what an engine was. I knew what a filter was. I knew what everything was on the car. And so for me, the test was like, oh, okay, no big deal. And like, I flew through the test. And the opportunities that came from that were amazing. Um, I unfortunately didn't take up on any of them because I didn't know anything about the military, but every branch of the military reached out to me because my scores were off the chart. And I, looking back, I probably should have taken up on some of the summer opportunities that were given to me, but I didn't know. And there was nobody around me to tell me like, hey, this is an opportunity you should take, or this is something you should consider. And so it's one of those things and kind of like why I have Future Stars now in my nonprofit is to provide that and give people more opportunities that they otherwise wouldn't know about, you know, like helping them in doing research because we all don't know everything. And you got to think about for me, there was really no Internet to do as much searching as you can look up programs nowadays. But it was definitely um, an opportunity for me that I didn't seize. But it was all, you know, it was all in God's plan. I'm definitely where I was supposed to be. And I'm definitely doing what I was supposed what I'm supposed to be doing. And so this podcast is, of course, is another one of those things that God's like, okay, you need to get your story out. You need to start bringing a different light to um, STEM and technology and how because you chose to go down that path you've had opportunities that others in your community have not had or others that look like you being a woman in tech have not have not been able to have and so this is my time and my chance to not hide or sit back it is my time to tell my story but also interview people and just change the perspective on how we look at tech and how we look at STEM, because it is definitely a great area, a great field to be in. There are definitely a lot of challenges that I have faced over the years in it. And throughout other episodes, I will definitely be giving you more information about some of the challenges and the impacts and the things that I have faced of being a woman with the microaggressions and the macroaggressions. But I really don't want this to be a podcast that focuses just on the challenges. I want it to be a podcast that focuses on the great aspects of me working in tech or other minorities or other young ladies working in tech and or working in STEM because engineering scientists and mathematicians, they all we all have different aspects of our lives and the challenges, but there's also a great side of it. And it's like how do we change our narrative? from looking at what we don't have and where we're not at to I'm in this space. What can I do that now that I'm in this space, how can I use this opportunity to better serve me? How can I use this opportunity to move the next generation forward? How can I use this opportunity to say that, yes, it was a, it was hard to get here, but I'm here. And here are the things that it's allowed me to do. Here are the trips that I've been allowed to go on. Here are the people that I've been allowed to meet. Here are the rooms that it's allowed me to be in. And so looking at it from that point of view, to paint the picture of, you're not alone in this. Like we're, we're fighting the fight for the next generation, but we're also fighting the fight to have experiences in your life to be great. One of the big things that um, 
I think it's always funny that people tell me and they assume because people assume they're like, oh, you work in tech then you're working all day, every day. No, I'm not. I work my 40 to maybe 50 hours a week. Then I come home or I do what I want to do. And like I said, I have a nonprofit and I'm out in the community. I was coaching basketball. And because I was because I was able to have this career in tech, I was able to build a schedule and get the work done because I am a morning person. So I like to get in early, 7 o'clock, 7.30, but it allowed me to get off early. It allowed me to go and be a basketball coach because being a basketball coach in high school, you're not paid for that. But the rewards I got from being able to go and coach and be around these young ladies, and I coached for seven years, like I'm still friends with some of them. And one, uh, you know, some of them still reach out to me for advice, but because I chose a career that had some flexibility, that had, you know, long as you get your job done and you get the work done and things of that nature, you're able to do what you need to do. Of course, there are going to be projects and there are times where I was there late. Mind you, Y2K, I was there all night because everybody was scared the computers are going to shut down. Yes, Y2K was a whole big old thing. But that's one moment in my career. That's not the whole aspect of my life where I was at work from seven to seven. Like that was not that. And I think some of that comes from um, because I was given a voice as a young age, you know, being in my family, I was never shut down from speaking. And because I had a voice and because I had other interests, I was able to say, like, here's what my schedule is going to look like. Here's what I need to happen. Here are the things that I'm doing to serve my community that feed me. If you want a better employee, then I need to be fed by what I'm doing in the community. So and so this episode was just about to give you a short synopsis of my background, how I got into STEM and what led me into STEM, you know, like I said, growing up with nothing but men around me and working on cars all the time. It led me into being able to fix computers, fix servers, fix printers, update software. And so I was and still am in the hardware software space. And that has allowed me to just have fun. Like I I like to have fun and bring fun into it. And it's not going to happen all the time, but I definitely like to bring it into the conversation So thank you for listening to HTCML, How Technology Changed My Life. And we will definitely be back with other interviews and episodes. And I want to thank you for this opportunity. And I look forward to talking with you again. Have a blessed day.